Hey guys, what's up? Today I'll be finally talking about <laughs> Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear. Let me make sure. I keep saying Shadow of Tip as the tagline. But yeah, it's Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear. Of a tear. And let me just show you what the DVD look like here. And of course, it's the brand new Scott Atkins movie and also the sequel to Ninja from Isaac 14. Hope I'm saying the last name right. Special feature. Feature it, cast and crew interviews, and behind the scenes. And I went with the DVD format because I feel like the Blu-ray format was the same thing with special features. But uh, I will buy the Blu-ray down the road. I just just wanted to get a little cheaper though. So yeah. But all in all, um, compared to the first movie, the first movie had more story, and then the action elements was here and there. But I did like the action elements for Ninja One. I also liked the story; it was simple to follow. But Ninja Two, oh guys, seriously, it is. All out action from to me from scale to one to a hundred. I would say this movie is ninety percent action, ten percent story. I mean, it gets to the point. And um, also, I feel like it's kind of like a Revenge of the Ninja remake, in my opinion. And um, of course, this I will I will talk about spoilers in this movie. I will not, I didn't have no place to talk about spoilers, but Isaac Fourteen between me and you, tell the marketing department do not spoil the main villain. In the back of the cover, like it's, you just made it pretty obvious. I know you're trying to post put like underneath the taglines. It's just surprising who the main villain in this movie really is. But like I said, I call it Revenge of the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja remake for a reason. Um, of course, from the trailer, which heard about the story of this movie, the movie of Scott Atkins' character Casey married the Japanese woman from the first movie, who was the daughter of the teacher of the school, who got murdered from the former student. Um, now he owns a school, he's teaching students with his wife, and, um, found out that his wife in the movie is pregnant, once, and he, and he gets some action elements when, at the beginning of this movie, when he was a vice president for his wife, he faced thugs, he beat the shit out of thugs, he got back home, you know, and, um, later on, when he was sleeping with his woman, um, she wanted some chocolate because she was pregnant, so you got a little tiny comedy moment right there, a little comedy element moment, like, Oh, I want some chocolate, pretty much. And, um, so Casey said, okay, fine, I'll get it. You know, as being a husband that, he, a husband that wants to get food for his wife when she's pregnant. You see it done in movies and, and all that stuff. So he said, he decided to go out in the store. His wife ended up being murdered by a mysterious figure with the barbed wire. Casey saw his wife dead with the barbed wire. Of course, he ended up being mad. He goes on a re revenge spree. Um... Then he ended up going back to Thailand, and I've got to mention that part. When his wife died, and they had the funeral for her, and another figure appeared, played play by King, so King Sosukasugi, and he was there in the funeral. He was he was angry that, you know, the girl died. You know, he was, like, sad and stuff, and he told Casey, why don't you come to Thailand and start all over again? Similar to that Revenge of the Ninja plot for Shokasugi, right? Kind of weird, like, King Tom... Obviously, Kane's paying homage to that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Revenge of Ninja. I also like Ninja 2. So, it's okay to copycat. It's cool, you know? One movie doesn't copycat something. I mean, come on. But, um, besides that, just to fast forward, like, say, he, he goes to Thailand, and then he stayed with Keisuke Kosugi, Kosugi character, you know, learning from his school. Um, Scott Atkins character ended up losing control. You know, when one of the students hit him by mistake, he said sorry, and then King got, I mean, excuse me, Casey got out of control, so I beat on the student, similar to the first movie, when the, when the rival student got, 
Crazy Witch kind of act his character, Casey, same thing in Ninja 2, and then Kankosuke's character had to stop him, like, you're losing control, you know, and, um, you know, you get more action scenes, I mean, like, the action in this movie is just non-stop, man, people, it's just ridiculous, um, as the movie progressed, one of the, one of the students in the school decided to help Casey pick fruit out, because Casey wasn't in control himself, so the students nice to get the fruit, and then the mysterious figure with the barbed wire ended up killing that student too. So Casey are talking to Casey Kasugi's character about he recognized the death mark of the student because it's the same death mark that his wife died in in the movie, the barbed wire technique. And Casey are telling him the story of this man named Goro, how he used the barbed wire as a secret weapon. And he also talked about his, his teacher, who was like one of the three, um, I think one of the three soldiers. Um, who was take control of the school? One of one of the student died, and the younger brother of that student was Goro. Say so he will come back like for revenge, pretty much. So that's when Scott actually kind of realized maybe this was the plot, you know, like because he's the son-in-law of the of the father of the original school who died in the first movie. So it pretty much sounds like a revenge plot. And Scott actually kind of decided, Casey, um, I want to go to Burma and fucking kill Goro, pretty much. Kane don't want him to go, Kane's, Kane Kasugi's character, but Casey end up going, and people go to Burma to get his revenge, you know, he goes out buying like dolls in this in the Burma market, fish, and he's using, he's gonna use the two as like ninja weapons, you know, and um, start battling like drug dealers, he got caught by the Burmanese police, he battled the Burmanese police, then he got, he was able to sneak into the taxi that was helping out travel in the in the movie when he has to bummer that he paid for as a as an escort you know just to drive him around so he, get, he went to the jungle and he's planning on taking out Gorbo and then that's when he put on the ninja outfit when he found in the, in the coffin in the graveyard and then he goes out in Gorbo's main base take him out you know again more good fight scenes you know and um spoiler 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 we don't want to be spoiled but like I say if the back cover if the back cover doesn't tell you this well, what does, you know? Um, once Scott Atkins' character, Casey, completed his mission, um, he ended up going to see Kane, you know, he's smiling at him, you know, he accomplished what he wanted to do. Him and Kane start talking, and, um, the, in the beginning, and when he went to Thailand, you remember, there was a scene when the, this guy bought a delivery box. Well, that scene happened again, the, this guy, but delivery box, and Kikosugi character told the man, put the box over there. And then Scott X started looking at him like he recognized the symbol on the knife when he was to Burma. And then he started looking at Kane. And spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, guys, take a wild guess who the true main villain is. And yes, we are finally going to get it. Scott Atkins versus Kane Kasugi. It may not be Shokasugi, but I'll take Kane anytime. You know, take what you could get. And who knows, maybe we could get Shokasugi for... Ninja 3, you know, but, um, yeah, so, when, when, um, Sky has character, Casey started finding out that, wait a minute, it was you who set the whole thing up, and Casey started admitting that, look, God was ruining my operation, so he said he wanted Sky to become, like, Casey's character become the assassin for him to take out Goro, so that's the reason why he killed his wife, killed his own student, tried to give him proper motivation, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So he made Casey into an assassin, you know, and then they end up fighting one-on-one epic awesome fight scene, awesome sword fight scene 
very Ninja Turtles is very old school action, guys. It's like it will bring you back to the action movies. How martial arts movie was really really good when it comes to ninja style action and how the action how the, how it's well choreographed. I mean, it's just fantastic. So you have that epic fight scene between him and Kane Kasugi's character, and of course to fast forward, KC won, and um, once he got gone back gone back to Japan, the medallion that he brought his wife. He buried it into the river, like, a pond, I mean, and he walks away pretty much. Um, all in all, Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear is really, really good. I highly recommend you buying this DVD or the Blu-ray Blu format, whatever you prefer. The special features is nice. I mean, you see behind-the-scenes comments, kind of like, kind of like behind-the-scenes. Uh, wait a minute, there, actually, there is no commentary, my, my mistake. Uh, but you will like the Cash Crew interview anyway, and the feature and behind-the-scenes is awesome. Um, highly, highly recommend it, you know, I say buy right, right away, if you're a fan of action movies, if you're a fan of martial arts movies, if you're a fan of Scott Atkins, if you want a, a martial arts movie in your collection, then we pick up Ninja 2, and also pick up Ninja 1 if you have not yet. Um, anyway guys, peace guys, see you later.